Grey's Anatomy is coming back for the winter, uh, winter premiere, February 23rd, Meredith Grey's final episode, I believe as series regular, because she is supposed to appear in the season finale and or series finale, if it doesn't even renew. But with that being said, I will be an emotional wreck for her final episode. I wonder how they will write, I, well, I know how they're writing her off. I just want to see how they send her off, I should say. And yeah, it's got a new intern class. So it's basically like, as the season um, um, tagline is, begin again. It's beginning again. It's a rebirth. I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm not happy that she's leaving because I do like her in the role as chief of surgery. She's really good at it. So it sucks that she finally got this position in. That's when Ellen Pompeo decided to take a step back. <coughs> she rightfully deserves. Jeez. 19 seasons, 18 years in. You know? That's a lot. But, oh, Station 19, a Grey's Anatomy spit off about firefighters that's another good show that's also on in six season like 911 that one i love as well that one that is what grace 90 wishes it was currently i gotta agree with you there you get the firefighters aspect you get the, you get the personal like character growth and about their lives aspect it's emotional it's funny at the same time you can you understand their anger and frustrations when it comes to the job they're in and the hierarchy and politics that go along with it that shouldn't. And I appreciate it. That was a good show. I think I've watched like one complete season of that, but it was either way, that was a great show. No, I'm not even 100%. The, the last episode, like the last actual episode I told you that I can, I, I haven't told you in, in general, that I can remember is an episode where Somebody was stealing drugs off of the ambulance cart that the firefighters got for... Yeah, for the PRN, for PRT. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. the last episode I ever, like, ever, ever watched. What I want to say, <clears throat> that was, um... Their captain who got promoted to battalion chief, Robert Sullivan, who I respect the actor. I think he's great. Hate his character. Do not think he needed to become a series regular. He is still in the show as Robert Sullivan. It's still he's still like a pick me victim because of the consequences that happened after <coughs> it was found out. You know that he's still right. medicine and stuff. I understand bringing him in for season two to shake things up, but he was a he was a guest star or recurring character. I don't think he should have become a series regular. But hey, he's got he's making his money, so I respect it. I just think like. Because the storyline that went further down is he gets with one of the main characters, they get married, quickly divorced. It was just like everything was happening like so quickly. And it still feels like they're trying to like figure out where his character fits into the show. And it, he doesn't. In my opinion, he doesn't. I understand there are people who like his character. I'm not one of them. I don't hate his character. I just honestly think he wasn't needed past season two. Okay. <coughs> and I also don't understand why Karina DeLuca is the main character in Station 19, but she's a doctor, but not in Grey's Anatomy. Like, I get it storyline-wise from how they did it, but it just threw me off. <laughs> that was weird. I don't, she's an OB, but whatever. 
She is married to one of the firefighters, I guess. Yeah. Which, <coughs> of course, once they get married, everything blows up. <laughs> it wouldn't be, you know, Shondaland Universe in the Grey's World without it blowing up once you say I do. Is private practice still a thing? No, it is not. But I would like to say it is making traction on when I think someone asked Shonda what show she thinks she would like to bring back. And she said private practice private practice yeah i remember that that show that was a good show like they did have that stories to tell was a good show kate wash wasn't coming back after season six ended okay she was fine if it, you know she thought it was still going to keep going but they decided to end it because she was you know yeah she was ready to move on which i understood because she's been with she has been on that universe since basically season one of Grey's anatomy yep so she was doing longer than the other castmates but she's back in season 19 in a recurring guest star role. So she's been in like two or three episodes so far. And I think she's got another episode or two where she's coming back. Okay. Okay. So you never know. We, maybe we can get private practice back. So none of them were Addison. <coughs> none of them what? None of them were good friends to Addison. Yeah, true. They were horrible, with the exception of Amelia. Very true. Now, on the topic of the topics that we're going through, and a, a movie, not a TV series, a movie you should definitely watch if you have not watched it already, is Spirited. Or Spirit. Spirited. Brian Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell. So, I recommend watching it because... For one, it's a different. It's, it's on Apple TV. It came out in theaters and went Apple. Um, it came out to Apple TV on November. 8th. It came out in theaters November 11th. Apple TV November 18th. Um, Your birthday. Yeah. Um, it's a very good movie. Again, Ryan Reynolds taking an idea and twisting it a different way. So the movie is a Christmas Carol, but different through the POV or the point of view of the Ghost of Christmas Present. So they tell you the basically the the basis of the story is the ghost of Christmas present has a, gr a whole group and technically they're they're actors okay so they go around setting up scenes to influence you to be a better person and they do this the day before Christmas because they think if you could change you on Christmas then you could be a benefit to the world that you could change the world so they pick a person whoever the worst person of the world is and they go after that person and they set up sets and they do a bunch of stuff and they start with now i didn't get this maybe somebody will pick it up if, if i say it as an easter egg they'll understand i'm not trying to spoil it but spoiler warning right here they tell the story through the beginning of the story through crowley so like in one flashback will pharaoh is like explaining what they do and there's a scene of crowley introducing like you will be visited by three ghosts and then he goes, and these are the three ghosts. And he goes, the Christmas uh, past is a girl. I'm the ghost of Christmas present. And then he goes, and then you have Death, who is played by Tracy Morgan. So all you hear is, I mean, you don't hear anything because he's Death in the scenes. But when he's, when they're offset in their company area, you hear him and he's like, man, all I want to do is be able to talk. I'm tired of pointing and shit. <laughs> but it's really good. And so... The point is, 
they get sent a really bad guy and as they're investigating this guy to start setting up his scenes will pharaoh sees ryan reynolds character and he go and he gets like this feeling inside he goes that's not the worst man in the world that's the worst man in the world we need to fix him he is literally the most manipulative person in the world people don't even see him but technically like because it's a it's a it's a musical so like when he's when ryan reynolds is manipulating you he'll sing for a second in a sense so will pharaoh's like he's literally singing to them and they're eating out of the palm of his hand how does nobody see this but he's just sitting there talking about like how if you own a fake christmas tree you're a fake person and you're a criminal to christmas and you should get a real tree or blah 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 so uh will pharaoh's like yeah. we need we need to get this guy so in the movie they we know that they're they're following ryan reynolds but to make the point will pharaoh the ghost of christmas present gets a, a, a like a big envelope and the envelope says that ryan reynolds character is unredeemable like point blank period he is an unredeemable character that that's why he wasn't chosen to be chosen for christmas and that's why they had to go with the hotel manager because he was the worst guy in the world if somebody's unredeemable there's no point in, there's no chance of changing them and this is the easter egg that i missed and then didn't get until later when i saw a character change will pharaoh says people can be redeemed there was once a story about an unredeemable man who is now the ghost of christmas present so i was like i don't get that but basically saying like oh will pharaoh was basically unredeemable i guess and then somebody was like no he even if he's unredeemable in the real world maybe he could be redeemable as the ghost of christmas present so that's what i thought as the easter egg and i was like okay cool that's meaning okay maybe we're maybe will pharaoh will kill ryan reynolds and he'd be redeemable as a ghost or something like i thought it was gonna be like a twist like that spoiler alert for everybody that's coming watching right now if you don't want to hear what the twist is stop listening go watch the movie first and then come back the twist is will pharaoh the ghost of christmas present is ebenezer scrooge the most unredeemable man in the world and his best friend the boss of the entire company is jacob crowley who was able to redeem ebenezer scrooge by making him the best man in real christmas and when he died seven weeks later he tells it in the story he goes i died seven weeks after that visit he dies seven weeks later he becomes the ghost of christmas past changing the future of everybody else that is the twist of the christmas carol the story is the point of view of Ebenezer Scrooge as the Chris, uh, Ghost of Christmas Past, following the most unredeemable man. And if you get what I've said now is the Easter egg, you know how the movie ends. The movie was that good. The movie was that fucking good. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell just... Oh, and even greater joke of an Easter egg. There's an elf Easter egg in the movie. Will Ferrell looks at a guy who is dressed as Buddy, the elf. He goes, you look like shit. <laughs> He goes, that looks like it was just a terrible idea, period. And he walks away, basically saying that Buddy the Elf was a bad time for him and that costume looked like shit. <laughs> Big Easter egg callback. He just said it like that. He goes, you look like shit. That, that looks like it's a bad idea. Oh, man. I, I laughed so hard. I was like, did you just like literally roast your own character movie? Like, <clears throat> but yes great movie i recommend going to watch it like i know i've kind of spoiled it for but you have to watch it to see how it plays out because the movie is that well put like you i thought free guy was good 
and because it was its, its own IP I, like idea. No, this movie, even though it is a riff off of another idea, it's its own IP. The story is that good. Just the the perspective of it, seeing it through somebody else's eyes, is that good. Just go watch the movie. I recommend it on Apple uh, iTunes or whatever you want to call it, Apple TV Plus, whatever it's called. <laughs> Have you watched Severance on Apple TV? No, I have it on my list, but I have not watched it. To anyone who hasn't watched it, watch it. Give us a little, give us a little... So, basically, <clears throat> in the terms of that world, there's an innie and an outie. So, like, they undergo this... I know. I know. They undergo this procedure where they put a chip in their brain. And then they work for this company. So okay. They go, like they can't bring any of like personal stuff into their workplace. So like the elevator will tell, and vice versa. They can't bring notes outside from work to their outside world self. So it's basically like you live your everyday life in the outside world, and once you get to work, you take all that out. You get your company stuff. You go in the elevator. When it hits a certain level, shit activates. So you don't remember anything about your outside world life. You only remember your work life. <coughs> it doesn't feel like you ever leave work for the, for the your work person, like you're in. Okay. It just feels like you're consistently working every day, forever. There was a Rick and Morty episode about that. It's called The Day and Night Family. Oh, okay. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's really... It's good. It's, um... I'm gonna have to watch it because I thought the episode I thought the episode was really well thought out, and I'm like, and I know Rick and Morty does riff off like they every episode is a Easter yeah. egg to like a movie. I didn't know what show it was talking about, but now that you said that, I'm like, Rick and Morty literally made an episode dedicated to that, but it wasn't called Severance. It was called something else like um, Rick Metal Jacket or something like that. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go watch it. It's really good. I like where they they decided to end. On episode nine, which I think was a smart choice, because that ending. So it's it's one season, nine episodes. Yeah. Okay. Got, the season two is coming soon. I don't know. How long are the episodes? An hour. Yeah, it's like a, roughly like fifty minutes to an hour. Okay. Um. Stars Adam Scott, you know Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec. Okay. Another Apple TV show that I recommend is Loop. Starring Maya Rudolph, that's also getting a season two. That also Adam Scott guest stars in as well. It is about I know. It's about, <coughs> um uh she was married. She helped build her husband in his career. They get divorced because he cheated. She gets half of everything he's made and she becomes a billionaire. Okay. So and she's basically realized like she, you know, she's only always just focused on her husband and his stuff, and like, she finds out that she's an, an owner for a nonprofit organization, I believe. So she tries to, like, she enters that world, tries to do more good, and it's like, basically her unlearning her rich ways in a sense. Okay. And trying and like connecting with her employees, getting to know the real the real world because she's been like so used to a certain lifestyle. <coughs> okay. It's. It's a comedy, so it's funny. It's they got some hijinks, sort of. It's good. I like it. I like the overall arc of the way it went for each character. Um, it's funny because one of her family members works at a nonprofit, and she's not 
you know, she hasn't seen her family in years. And then he goes, hey, cuz, how you been? And she's trying, it's a whole thing. It sounds like she, a good show, though. she's trying to do something, and they tell her it should be this way. It's just, I don't really know how to explain it well enough. It's just, it was funny. It was a random, like, uh, me and Anthony saw it, we started watching it, and it was like, oh, it was actually pretty good. And it's getting a season two. I'll check it out. TV. I'm, I'm like generally shocked, like at the content they they wheel out. Another movie, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, Slumberland with Jason Momoa. I recommend it. It was a really good family-friendly movie and also really cutesy. It was really good. So, just a quick little thing. Uh, this dad tells a story to his daughter um, and the story he tells him is basically about this dream world and then the introduction is um, a character and she is telling you that dreams are created for a reason and each dream has a reason for the being created um, and this is like a, a series of those dreams played out to help basically the dreams help the daughter overcome something so the daughter the father tells his story to the daughter and the daughter has a great imagination and one day something happens to dad goes on a fishing boat something happens to dad you get to see what happens and as she's trying to figure out what happens because she doesn't get to figure out what happens until like her dreams start happening that way she can put pieces together um she meets this character and this character is her dad's best friend in the dream world so we get portrayed we get told that this is the dream character and my first instinct was, this is the father. Like, this is the father's dream character. So in my head, I'm like, he either died or he's unconscious somewhere on an island stuck in the middle of the ocean. And he's dreaming to try to get his daughter to save him, right? So that's what I thought was going on. Not going to try to spoil it for you anymore. Go watch the movie. But so we get introduced to Jason Momoa, which is his best friend's, uh, the dad's best friend's character in the, in, the, in the dream world. The daughter meets him and the daughter knows that she's, dreaming and that dreams can't be real at the same time he goes no 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 dreams are real me and your dad figure out how to i figured out how to stay in the dream world long enough but also talk in the real world and so little easter egg he shows her this rope type of thing and it's like a ball of yarn and he goes if you put the ball on your the ball of yarn if you make a ring around your finger and hold the ball of yarn when you're awake Wherever the ball of yarn lands is where I'm in the direction of where I'm going. Now, when you go into the dream world, the ball of yarn will unravel and take me to where I take you to where I'm at because I have the other piece of the yarn. So they can find each other in the world and in the dream world. Spoiler warning, just because I'm that guy and I love to do spoilers if you're not going to watch the movie or go watch the movie. Dad is dead. Okay. He dies saving somebody in the and oh, like he hears a distress call on the boat. He, they own a lighthouse, so he goes out to sea to go save that character. He does not come back. The character comes back. Hit her dad. She gets basically adopted or thrown at her brother's estranged her father's estranged brother. So now the uncle has to take care of this girl. He does not know anything about children. He is a doorknob salesman. The most boring person in the world. Okay. Uncle takes care of his daughter. 
really hard relationship. The daughter starts trying to figure out things that she could do to get away from the real world, to go back into the dream world, to go be with Jason Momoa's character, which is called Flip, and um, to try to find her dad. Because the whole point of the movie is she's in the dream world to get a pearl, and the pearl will grant your wish in your dream. And as long as you're dreaming, you'll always have that one wish. So no matter how many dreams you dream, you'll always have one dream that is your wish dream. So her dream or her wish is to be able to see her father in her dream every time she goes to sleep. That way she'll always be her, her dad in the dream world. Okay, really cute, really, that's so loving. You find out that Flip, and this is where I, that's where I said I thought it was the dad. Later on in the story, the uncle plays a VHS tape for the daughter and the dad says the brother's nickname. And the brother's nickname is Flip, short for Philip. Jason Momoa is this character's dream person. What happened was when the father got married, the brother went through such a hard depression that he decided to never sleep again. And because he went through sleep and became a boring person, his dream personality got stuck. So his childhood got stuck in the dream world. And so basically he, when he came, when he woke up, he was like an adult mentality. Like he just gave up on life. So Flip has been stuck in this dream world and his dream is to wake up because he is a kid trapped in a man's body and he does not belong here. And he knows that. He goes, I've been in this dream for 30 years and all I can do is have fun, hang out with women and drink. It's not. And like he goes, it's fun. And at the end of the movie, he's like, it's not fun. I'm depressed. I'm alone. I am alone. Nobody remembers who I am. So I don't remember who I am. And when she watches the video, she finds out that Flip and Flip are the same person. She goes into the dream world and wishes her dream for Philip to wake up. So that way she could be with her uncle and Flip in real life and in the dream world. Her stepdad and her uncle all forever. Bro, like the movie is so fucking cute and just amazingly well put. Like I give gen general props to Jason Momoa for finally playing like the daddy role figure in a movie. Just playing like that character. Yeah. And all he was was an imaginary friend or and also a sh uh, closed, shut-out version of the uncle because he got trapped in the dream world because the uncle went through a bad depression because he lost his brother. Like, they literally moved from the city to a lighthouse and his brother got stuck in the city. But just go watch the movie. Like, I know I gave you basically the whole movie and the whole spoiler alert, but hence why I said spoiler, go watch the movie first and come back. If you stayed listening, that's your fault. That's your fault. Deal with it. I would also like to throw in Criminal Minds is back with season 16 on Paramount Plus. Yes, I saw that. 10 episodes. I saw that as an ad. Season. It has an overall story arc of, I'm trying to find this. Well, Unsubs in general, there's a there's a serial killer network, and the one there's the head of it that's in charge. So basically, while finding the Unsub of the Week, they get more clues to find the head guy. Okay. But we we see the head guy make the moves of telling him the other episodes. <coughs> go. You're a Chucky type thing. So it's pretty interesting. The first three episodes are out. I'm very excited. I'm glad it's back. Is Frankie in it? Unfortunately, Matthew Gray Googler is not back, aka Spencer Reed. And the actor that played Matt Simmons, Daniel Henney, I believe. I never remember. Yeah. Daniel Henney. He's also not bad because he's in the Amazon original, uh, The Wheel of Time. So their characters are said to be on special assignment 
and if and when they choose to come back is up to them. Okay. So we have Emily Prentice, JJ, Tara Lewis, Luke Alves, Penelope Garcia, and David Rossi are all back for this season 16. Okay. Dubbed Criminal Minds Evolution. One thing I will complain about is they took away the intro. I don't appreciate that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's the intro? But, or how does it start? The theme song, basically. The oh. Theme. Yeah, like just showing who they are in the group photo at the end. The boom, 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 boom. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Um, I would also like to add, they get to curse in this installment since it's streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus and not on network TV. Okay, so oh shit. They have more liberty, they have more freedom, they have, now they can actually add the queer characters that they originally intended for the original series they can do in this show. So, it's, I'm enjoying it. It's a different tone, you know, because they're cursing, there's new, you know, but it's interesting. You also see the, like, the politics about the FBI on the inside. So someone's basically trying to shut the BAU down, in a sense. Because... They went, they've been in the pandemic. With that, they made the BU team split up into smaller groups or by themselves to go solve cases. So that way they don't have to stretch their money. They took away the jet. Everything is either through road trip or commercial airlines. Okay. They're, yeah, it's like they're basically doing it by themselves. They literally grounded them. They're like, we're going to bring this yeah. show to the ground, literally. So basically like the BAU team against the FBI and trying to catch these serial killers in the serial killer network. Do we have any word? Sorry. Any word on uh, when How I Met Your Father's coming back? I have not heard any word, but I think it might take a little bit longer because they are doing the 20 episode season instead of the standard streaming 10. And this is just a rumor because I've been listening and reading like the Reddit for Harry Potter fanatics. If you're a Harry Potter fanatic and you're waiting for the next Fantastic Beast movie to come out, isn't they're isn't not it? they're not coming out. Yeah, isn't it canned? They're can they're canceled. They all got it's not official official, but the the rumor on the windmill is they all got canceled. They're done. No more Fantastic Beast movie after the last one and after all the stuff that happened. They're just it's done the story flop the movie flopped so bad and because they can't get the original actors to come back he doesn't want to the movies they're done they're fantastic beast harry potter's done it was supposed to be five movies right supposed to be five movies and then we came up with three yep and the second and, and the second one was the best one sorry the second one was the best one ever crimes of grindelwald was the best one damn but yeah Sorry to sorry for and, and, and like I said, take it with a grain of salt because it's just a rumor. Yeah, but it's, just a rumor. it's on the heavy Reddit, like the disclosed Reddits that talk to people, like that the ones that post all the big spoilers. And somebody was saying like he was like I'm I'm one of the people that sit in one of the rooms of Liberty, and it's done. He's like there was a discussion, uh, not 100% official, but there was a discussion, and he says the next three films are being canned. So I was like. Oof. I mean, that's a kind of a shock, like, business-wise, when it comes to everything Warner Brothers is doing right now. Like, like shelf projects that they were supposed to release that they already finished production yep. for. Yep. So, in that aspect, it's business. And if 
I wasn't doing well, it makes sense to just end it. 100%. But yeah. No, they could have done at least maybe like a wrap-up movie. But no, thank that's you. Not... No, thank you. <laughs> I read no. After watching the yeah. la- this uh uh Secrets of Dumbledore. No, I'm good. You yeah. ruined that. You ruined that movie. I'm sorry. Don't don't make a wrap up. Just let it end. Just let it end. Let it end. Just let it die. Let everybody in suspense. Let er- let the fans make up their own movie in their head. Fuck it. I don't know. Here, if you want, if you want to know more Harry Potter stuff and want to know more in detail, like fan theories that could be canon, Super Carlin Brothers on YouTube. Super Carlin Brothers on YouTube. Go check them out. Super Carlin Brothers. They talk about everything from Pixar theory to Harry Potter. Go watch it. Go check them out. Super Carlin Brothers. Go check them out. If you want Harry Potter stuff that could be canon because they know everything in and out from all their research and all their own like writing, go check it out. Super Carlin Brothers. They have their own series right now of uh, if if Harry Potter was uh, Slytherin House, how would the movies be? And they already they, they, they did amazing. Amazing. We can discuss Harry Potter All right, guys, have a good day. Take it easy. Bye. Have a good one. Coming back for the winter uh, winter premiere February twenty third, Meredith Grey's final episode, I believe, as series regular because she is supposed to appear in the season finale and or series finale if it doesn't get renewed. But with that being said, I will be an emotional wreck for her final episode. I wonder how they will write. I well, I know how they're writing her off. I just want to see how they send her off. I should say. And yeah. It's got a new intern class, so it's basically like, as the season um, um, tagline is, begin again. It's beginning again. It's a rebirth. I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm not happy that she's leaving because I do like her in the role as chief of surgery. She's really good at it. So it sucks that she finally got this position in. It's when Ellen Pompeo decided to take a step back, <coughs> which she rightfully deserves. Excuse 19 me. seasons, 18 years in, you know, that's a lot. But, oh, Station 19, a Grey's Anatomy spin-off about firefighters. That's another good show that's also on in six seasons like 911. That one I love as well. That one, that is what Grey's Anatomy wishes it was currently. I could agree with you there. You get the firefighterness aspect. You get the, you get the personal, like, character growth and about their lives aspect. It's emotional, it's funny at the same time. You can you understand their anger and frustrations when it comes to the job they're in and the hierarchy and politics that go along with it that shouldn't. And I appreciate it. That was a good show. I think I've watched like one complete season of that, but it was either way, that was a great show. No, I'm not even 100%. The, the last episode, like the last actual episode I told you that I can, I, I haven't told you in general, that I can remember is an episode where somebody was stealing drugs off of the ambulance cart that the firefighters got for... Yeah, for the PRN, for PRT. Yeah. Yeah. That was the yeah. last episode I ever, like, ever, ever watched. What I want to say, <clears throat> that was, um, their captain who got promoted to Italian chief, Robert Sullivan, who I 
respect the actor. I think he's great. Hate his character. Do not think he needed to become a series regular. He is still in the show as Robert Sullivan. It's still he's still like a pick me victim because of the consequences that happened after <coughs> he was found out. You know that he's still right. medicine and stuff. I understand bringing him in for season two to shake things up, but he was a he was a guest star or recurring character. I don't think he should have became a series regular. But a he's got he's making his money, so I respect it. I just think like. Because the storyline that went further down is he gets with one of the main characters, they get married, quickly divorced. It was just like everything was happening like so quickly. And it still feels like they're trying to like figure out where his character fits into the show. And it, he doesn't. In my opinion, he doesn't. I understand there are people who like his character. I'm not one of them. I don't hate his character. I just honestly think. He wasn't needed past season two. Okay. <coughs> and I also don't understand why Karina DeLuca is the main character in Station 19, but she's a doctor, but not in Grey's Anatomy. Like, I get it storyline-wise from how they did it, but it just threw me off. <laughs> that was weird. I don't... She's an OB, but whatever. She is married to one of the firefighters, I guess. Yeah. Which, <coughs> of course, once they get married, everything blows up. It wouldn't be, you know, Shondaland Universe in the Grey's world without it blowing up once you say I do. Is private practice still a thing? No, it is not. But I would like to say it is making traction on when I think someone asked Shonda what show she thinks she would like to bring back. And she said private practice. Private practice. Yeah, I remember that. That show. That was a good show. Like they did have more stories to tell. Was a good show. Kate Walsh wasn't coming back after season six ended. Okay. She was fine if it, you know, she thought it was still going to keep going, but they decided to end it because she was, you know. Yeah. She was ready to move on, which I understood because she's been with. She has been on that universe since basically season one of Grey's Anatomy. Yep. So she was doing longer than the other castmates. But she's back in season 19 in a recurring guest star role. So she's been in like two or three episodes so far. And I think she's got another episode or two where she's coming back. Okay, okay. So you never know. We Maybe we can get private practice back. So none of them were Addison. <coughs> none of them what? None of them were good friends to Addison. Yeah, true. They were horrible, with the exception of Amelia. Very true. Now, on the topic of the topics that we're going through, and uh, a movie, not a TV series, a movie you should definitely watch if you have not watched it already, is Spirited. Or Spirit. Spirited. Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell. So, I recommend watching it because... For one, Apple it's a different. It's a, it's on Apple TV. It came out in theaters and went Apple. Um, it came out to Apple TV on November. It, it came out in theaters November 11th. Apple TV November 18th. Um, Your birthday. Yeah. Um, it's a very good movie. Again, Ryan Reynolds taking an idea and twisting it a different way. So the movie is a Christmas Carol, but different 
through the POV or the point of view of the ghost of Christmas present. So they tell you the basically the the basis of the story is the ghost of Christmas present has a, gr- a whole group and technically they're they're actors. Okay? So they go around setting up scenes to influence you to be a better person and they do this the day before Christmas because they think if you could change you on Christmas then you could be a benefit to the world that you could change the world. So they pick a person whoever the worst person in the world is and they go after that person and they set up sets and they do a bunch of stuff and they start with now i didn't get this maybe somebody will pick it up if, if i say it as an easter egg they'll understand i'm not trying to spoil it but spoiler warning right here they tell the story through the beginning of the story through crowley so like in one flashback will pharaoh is like explaining what they do and there's a scene of crowley introducing like you will be visited by three ghosts and then he goes, and these are the three ghosts. And he goes, the Christmas uh, past is a girl. I'm the ghost of Christmas present. And then he goes, and then you have Death, who is played by Tracy Morgan. So all you hear is, I mean, you don't hear anything because he's Death in the scenes. But when he's, when they're offset in their company area, you hear him and he's like, man, all I want to do is be able to talk. I'm tired of pointing and shit. <laughs> but it's really good. And so... The point is, they get sent a really bad guy, and as they're investigating this guy to start setting up his scenes, Will Ferrell sees Ryan Reynolds' character, and he go and he gets like this feeling inside. He goes, "That's not the worst man in the world. That's the worst man in the world. We need to fix him. He is literally the most manipulative person in the world. People don't even see him, but technically, like, because it's a it's a it's a musical." So like when he's when Ryan Reynolds is manipulating you, he'll sing for a second in a sense. So Will Ferrell's like he's literally singing to them and they're eating out of the palm of his hand. How does nobody see this? But he's just sitting there talking about like how if you own a fake Christmas tree, you're a fake person and you're a criminal to Christmas and you should get a real tree or blah 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 blah. So uh, Will Ferrell's like yeah. we need we need to get this guy. So in the movie they we know that they're they're following Ryan Reynolds, but to make the point, Will Ferrell, the Ghost of Christmas Present, gets a, a, a like a big envelope, and the envelope says that Ryan Reynolds' character is unredeemable. Like point blank period, he is an unredeemable character. That that's why he wasn't chosen to be chosen for Christmas, and that's why they had to go with the hotel manager because he was the worst guy in the world. If somebody is unredeemable, there is no point in there's no chance of changing them. And this is the Easter egg that I missed. And then didn't get until later when I saw a character change. Will Ferrell says, People can be redeemed. There was once a story about an unredeemable man who is now the ghost of Christmas present. So I was like, I don't get that. But basically saying like, oh, Will Ferrell was basically unredeemable, I guess. And then somebody was like, no, he... Even if he's unredeemable in the real world, maybe he could be redeemable as the Ghost of Christmas Present. So that's what I thought as the Easter egg. And I was like, okay, cool. That's meaning, okay, maybe we're maybe Will Ferrell will kill Ryan Reynolds and he'd be redeemable as a ghost or something. Like, I thought it was going to be like a twist like that. Spoiler alert for everybody that's coming watching right now. If you don't want to hear what the twist is, stop listening. Go watch the movie first and then come back. The twist is Will Ferrell, the Ghost of Christmas Present, is Ebenezer Scrooge. 
the most unredeemable man in the world, and his best friend, the boss of the entire company, is Jacob Crowley. Who was able to redeem Ebenezer Scrooge by making him the best man in real Christmas. And when he died, seven weeks later, he tells it in the story, he goes, I died seven weeks after that visit. He dies seven weeks later, he becomes the ghost of Christmas past, changing the future of everybody else. That is the twist of the Christmas Carol. The story is the point of view of Ebenezer Scrooge as the Chris, uh, ghost of Christmas past, following the most unredeemable man. And if you get what I've said now as the Easter egg, you know how the movie ends. The movie was that good. The movie was that fucking good. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell just... Oh, and even greater joke of an Easter egg. There's an elf Easter egg in the movie. Will Ferrell looks at a guy who is dressed as Buddy, the elf. He goes, you look like shit. <laughs> he goes, that looks like it was just a terrible idea, period. And he walks away. Basically saying that Buddy the Elf was a bad time for him and that costume looked like shit. <laughs> Big Easter egg callback. He just said it like that. He goes, you look like shit. That, that looks like it's a bad idea. Oh, man. I, I laughed so hard. I was like, did you just like literally roast your own character movie? Like, <clears throat> but yes, great movie. I recommend going to watch it. Like, I know I've kind of spoiled it for, but you have to watch it to see how it plays out. Because the movie is that well put. Like you, I thought Free Guy was good, and because it was its, its own IP, I like idea. No, this movie, even though it is a riff off of another idea, it's its own IP. The story is that good. Just the the perspective of it, seeing it through somebody else's eyes, is that good. Just go watch the movie. I recommend it on Apple uh, iTunes or whatever you want to call it, Apple TV Plus, whatever it's called. <laughs> Have you watched Severance on Apple TV? No, I have it on my list, but I have not watched it. To anyone who hasn't watched it, watch it. Give us a little, give us a little... So, basically, <clears throat> in the terms of that world, there's an innie and an outie. So, like, they undergo this... I know. I know. They undergo this procedure where they put a chip in their brain. And then they work for this company. So okay. They go, like, they can't bring any of, like, personal stuff into their workplace. So, like, the elevator will tell. And vice versa. They can't bring notes outside from work to their outside world self. So, it's basically, like, you live your everyday life in the outside world. And once you get to work, you take all that out. You get your company stuff. You go in the elevator. When it hits a certain level, shit activates. So you don't remember anything about your outside world life. You only remember your work life. <coughs> it doesn't feel like you ever leave work for the, for the your work person, like you're in. Okay. It just feels like you're consistently working every day, forever. There is a Rick and Morty episode about that. It's called The Day and Night Family. Oh, okay. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's really... It's good. It's, um... I'm gonna have to watch it because I thought the episode I thought the episode was really well thought out. And I'm like, and I know Rick and Morty does riff off like they every episode is a Easter yeah. egg to like a movie. I didn't know what show it was talking about. But now that you said that, I'm like, Rick and Morty literally made an episode dedicated to that, but it wasn't called Severance, it was called something else, like um Rick Metal Jacket or something like that. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go watch it. It's really good. I like where they they decided to end on episode 9 which I think was a smart choice because that ending so it's it's one season 9 episodes 
Yeah. Okay. The season two is coming soon. I don't know. How long are the episodes? An hour? Yeah. It's like roughly like 50 minutes to an hour. Okay. Um, stars Adam Scott, you know, Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec. Okay. Another Apple TV show that I recommend is Loop, starring Maya Rudolph. That's also getting a season two. That also Adam Scott guest stars in as well. It is about I know. It's about <coughs> um uh she was married. She helped build her husband in his career. They get divorced because he cheated. She gets half of everything he's made, and she becomes a billionaire. Okay. So and she's basically realized like she you know she's only always just focused on her husband and his stuff and like she finds out that she's the, an owner for a non-profit organization i believe so she tries to like she enters that world tries to do more good and it's like basically her unlearning her rich ways in a sense okay and trying and like connecting with her employees getting to know the real the real world because she's been like so used to a certain lifestyle <coughs> okay it's it's a comedy, so it's funny. It's they got some hijinks, sort of. It's good. I like it. I like the overall arc of the way it went for each character. Um, it's funny because one of her family members works at her nonprofit, and she's not. You know, she hasn't seen her family in years. And then he goes, "Hey, cuz, how you been?" And she's trying. It's a whole thing. It sounds she, like a good show. Every time she's trying to do something, and they tell her it should be this way. It's just, I don't really know how to explain it well enough. It's just, it was funny. It was a random, like, uh, me and Anthony saw it and we started watching it. And it was like, oh, it was actually pretty good. And it's getting a season two. I'll check it out. TV, I'm, I'm like generally shocked, like, at the content they, they wheel out. Another movie, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, Slumberland with Jason Momoa. I recommend it. It was a really good family-friendly movie and also really cutesy. It was really good. So, just a quick little thing. Uh, This dad tells a story to his daughter. um, And the story he tells him is basically about this dream world. And then the introduction is um, a character. And she is telling you that dreams are created for a reason. And each dream has a reason for being created. Um, and this is like a, a series of those dreams played out to help basically the dreams help the daughter overcome something so the daughter the father tells his story to the daughter and the daughter has a great imagination and one day something happens to dad goes on a fishing boat something happens to dad you get to see what happens and as she's trying to figure out what happens because she doesn't get to figure out what happens until like her dreams start happening that way she can put pieces together um she meets this character and this character is her dad's best friend in the dream world so we get portrayed we get told that this is the dream character and my first instinct was this is the father like this is the father's dream character so in my head i'm like he either died or he's unconscious somewhere on an island stuck in the middle of the ocean and he's dreaming to try to get his daughter to save him, right? So that's what I thought was going on. Not gonna try to spoil it for you anymore. Go watch the movie. But so we get introduced to Jason Momoa, which is his best friend's, uh, the dad's best friend's character in the in the in the dream world. The daughter meets him, 
and the daughter knows that she's dreaming and that dreams can't be real at the same time. And he goes, no, no, no. Dreams are real. Me and your dad figured out how to, I figured out how to stay in the dream world long enough, but also talk in the real world. And so little Easter egg, he shows her this rope type of thing. And it's like a ball of yarn. And he goes, if you put the ball on your, the ball of yarn, if you make a ring around your finger and hold the ball of yarn, when you're awake, wherever the ball of yarn lands is where I'm in the direction of where I'm going. Now, when you go into the dream world, the ball of yarn will unravel and take me to where I take you to where I'm at because I have the other piece of the yarn. So they can find each other in the world and in the dream world. Spoiler warning, just because I'm that guy and I love to do spoilers if you're not going to watch the movie or go watch the movie. Dad is dead. Okay. He dies saving somebody. In the and oh, like he hears a distress call on the boat, he, they own a lighthouse, so he goes out to sea to go save that character. He does not come back, the character comes back. Hit her dad, she gets basically adopted or thrown at her brother's estranged, her father's estranged brother. So now the uncle has to take care of this girl. He does not know anything about children, he is a doorknob salesman, the most boring person in the world. Okay. Uncle takes care of his daughter. Really hard relationship. The daughter starts trying to figure out things that she could do to get away from the real world, to go back into the dream world, to go be with Jason Momoa's character, which is called Flip, and um, to try to find her dad. Because the whole point of the movie is she's in the dream world to get a pearl, and the pearl will grant your wish in your dream. And as long as you're dreaming, you'll always have that one wish. So no matter how many dreams you dream, you'll always have one dream that is your wish dream. So her dream or her wish is to be able to see her father in her dream every time she goes to sleep. That way she'll always be her, her dad in the dream world. Okay, really cute, really, that's so loving. You find out that Flip, and this is where I, that's where I said I thought it was the dad. Later on in the story, the uncle plays a VHS tape for the daughter and the dad says the brother's nickname. And the brother's nickname is Flip, short for Philip. Jason Momoa is this character's dream person. What happened was when the father got married, the brother went through such a hard depression that he decided to never sleep again. And because he went through sleep and became a boring person, his dream personality got stuck. So his childhood got stuck in the dream world. And so basically he, when he came, when he woke up, he was like an adult mentality. Like he just gave up on life. So Flip has been stuck in this dream world and his dream is to wake up because he is a kid trapped in a man's body and he does not belong here. And he knows that. He goes, I've been in this dream for 30 years and all I can do is have fun, hang out with women and drink. It's not. And like he goes, it's fun. And at the end of the movie, he's like, it's not fun. I'm depressed. I'm alone. I am alone. Nobody remembers who I am. So I don't remember who I am. And when she watches the video, she finds out that Flip and Flip are the same person. She goes into the dream world and wishes her dream for Philip to wake up. So that way she could be with her uncle and Flip in real life and in the dream world. Her stepdad and her uncle all forever. Bro, like the movie is so fucking cute and just amazingly well put. Like I give gen general props to Jason Momoa for finally playing like the daddy role figure in a movie. Just playing like that character. Yeah. 
and all he was was an imaginary friend or and also a sh uh, closed shutout version of the uncle because he got trapped in the dream world because the uncle went through a bad depression because he lost his brother like they literally moved from the city to a lighthouse and his brother yeah. got stuck in the city but just go watch the movie like i know i gave you basically the whole movie and the whole spoiler alert but that's why i said spoiler go watch the movie first and come back if you stayed listening that's your fault that's your fault deal with it i would also like to throw in criminal minds is back with season 16 on paramount plus yes i saw that episodes i saw that as an ad season it has an overall story arc of i'm trying to find this well unsubs in general there's a there's a serial killer network and the one there's the head of it that's in charge so basically while finding the unsub of the week they get more clues to find the head guy okay but we we see the head guy make the moves of telling when the other unsubs <coughs> go your turn you type thing so it's pretty interesting the first three episodes are out i'm very excited i'm glad it's back is frankie in it fortunately matthew gray googler is not back aka spencer reed and the actor that played Matt Simmons, Daniel Henney, I believe. I never remember. Yeah, Daniel Henney. He's also not back because he's in the Amazon original, uh, The Wheel of Time. So their characters are said to be on special assignment. And if and when they choose to come back is up to them. Okay. So we have Emily Prentice, JJ, Tara Lewis, Luke Alves. Penelope Garcia and David Rossi are all back for this season 16. Okay. Dubbed Criminal Minds Evolution. One thing I will complain about is they took away the intro. I don't appreciate that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's the intro? What? Or how does it start? Their theme song, basically. The oh. Doom. Yeah, like just showing who they are in the group photo at the end. The doom, 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 doom. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Um... I would also like to add, they get to curse in this installment since it's streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus and not on network TV. Oh, okay. So oh, they shit. More, they have more liberty. They have more freedom. They have now they can actually add the queer characters that they originally intended for the original series. They can do in this show. So it's I'm enjoying it. It's a different tone, you know, because they're cursing. There's new, you know, but it's interesting. You also see the like the politics about the FBI on the inside. So someone's basically trying to shut the BAU down in a sense. Because they went they've been in the pandemic. With that, they made the BAU team split up into smaller groups or by themselves to go solve cases. So that way they don't have to stretch their money. They took away the jet. Everything is either through road trip or commercial airlines. Okay they're yeah it's like they're basically doing it by themselves they literally grounded sure. them they're like we're gonna bring this yeah. show to the ground literally so it's basically like the bau team against the fbi and trying to catch these serial killers in the serial killer network do we have any word sorry any word on uh when how i met your father's coming back i have not heard any word but I think it might take a little bit longer because they are doing the 20 episode season instead of the standard streaming 10. And this is just a rumor because I've been listening and reading like the Reddit for 
Harry Potter fanatics. If you're a Harry Potter fanatic and you're waiting for the next Fantastic Beast movie to come out, isn't it, they're isn't not it, they're not coming out. Yeah, isn't it canned? They're can they're canceled. They all got it's not official official, but the the rumor on the windmill is they all got canceled. They're done. No more Fantastic Beast movie after the last one and after all the stuff that happened. They're just they're, it's done. The story flopped. The movie flopped so bad, and because they can't get the original actors to come back, he doesn't want to. The movies they're done. They're Fantastic Beast Harry Potter's done. It was supposed to be five movies, right? Supposed to be five movies. And then we came up with three. Yep. And the mm-hmm. second and and the second one was the best one. Sorry, the second one was the best one ever. Crimes of Grindelwald was the best one. Damn. But yeah. Sorry to sorry to first and, and, and like I said, take it with a grain of salt because it's just a rumor. Yeah, but it's on the heavy Reddit, like the disclosed Reddits that talk to people, like that the ones that post all the big spoilers. And somebody was saying like. He was like, I'm I'm one of the people that sit in one of the rooms of liberty and it's done. He's like, there was a discussion, of, not 100% official, but there was a discussion and he says the next three films are being canned. So I was like, oof. I mean, that's kind of the shock, like business-wise, when it comes to everything Warner Brothers is doing right now. Like, like shelf projects that they were supposed to release that they already finished production yep. for. Yep. So... In that aspect, it's business, and if I wasn't doing well, it makes sense to just end it. 100%. But yeah. No, think of them. At least maybe like a wrap-up movie. But, no, thank you. Not- no, thank you. <laughs> I re- no, after watching the yeah. la- uh, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore, no, I'm good. You yeah. ruined that You've ruined that movie. I'm sorry. Don't, don't make a wrap-up. Just let it end. Just let it end. Let it end. Just let it die. Let everybody in suspense. Let er- let the fans make up their own movie in their head. Fuck it. Enough. Here, if you want, if you want to know more Harry Potter stuff and want to know more in detail, like fan theories that could be canon, Super Carlin Brothers on YouTube. Super Carlin Brothers on YouTube. Go check them out. Super Carlin Brothers. They talk about everything from Pixar theory to Harry Potter. Go watch it. Go check them out. Super Carlin Brothers. Go check them out. If you want Harry Potter stuff that could be canon because they know everything in and out from all their research and all their own like writing go check it out super carlin brothers they have their own series right now of uh if if harry potter was uh slytherin house how would the movies be and they already they they, they did amazing amazing we can discuss harry potter another day all right guys have a good day take it easy bye have a good one <laughs>